From the KTOE Newsroom, I'm Robert Lawson. A semi-crash left a Mankato woman dead in Olmstead County. A collision between a car and a semi-truck left a Mankato woman dead in High Forest Township on Wednesday morning. The Minnesota State Patrol reported that a Freightliner M2 was headed north on Olmstead County Road 8, while a Toyota Prius was driving east on Highway 30. The two collided around 8.45 in the morning. Lenora Tottenen, who drove the Prius, had died from the crash. She was 83 from Mankato. The semi-driver had non-life-threatening injuries and was transported to St. Mary's Hospital, according to officials. The Minnesota State Patrol said the roads were wet at the time of the crash. On January 23rd, around 9 a.m., Sibley County deputies responded to a vehicle crash about a quarter mile south of County Road 10. The crash took place at Transit Township, about three miles north of the city of Winthrop. The driver, Amanit 20 of New Ulm, had been driving a 2000 Chevy Malibu northbound on 15. Neat passed a semi-tractor trailer and lost control of her vehicle on the ice-covered roadway. The vehicle entered the East Road ditch, struck a field approach, and rolled once. Neat was wearing her seatbelt. She didn't report being injured. The vehicle sustained moderate damage and wasn't operable after the crash. Assisting at the crash was Winthrop Police Department, Winthrop Fire and Rescue, and Winthrop Ambulance. Also on January 23rd, at just after 8.30 in the morning, the Sibley County Sheriff's Office responded to a vehicle crash about a third of the mile south of 330th Street in rural Elfsborg Township. Thomas Blickham, 67, of New Ulm, was driving a 2006 Chevy Colorado pickup southbound on 15 when it lost control and left the roadway. Blickham's pickup crossed the northbound lane and came to a rest after striking a power line pole. Blickham was transported by ambulance to a local hospital to be treated for minor injuries. Minnesota State Patrol, Lafayette Fire Department, Lafayette Ambulance, Alina Ambulance all assisted on the scene. Minnesota dentists are offering free dental care for children in need on February 2nd and 3rd. Appointments can be booked now. Minnesota Dental Association has hundreds of dental professionals volunteering at clinics across the state for Give Kids a Smile. Find a clinic with open appointments at mndental.org or by contacting the United Way. Just dial 211 on your phone or text your zip code to 898-211. Appointments can then be directly scheduled with the dental office. No eligibility questions are asked to remove a possible barrier to care. Patients, however, must be 18 years or younger, and they must be with a parent or guardian. Services provided at each location will be outlined when an appointment schedule and volunteers speaking multiple languages are also available at several locations. Minnesota dentists have provided free care to 84,000 children and donated services valued at more than $26 million since 2003. The Children's Museum of Southern Minnesota announced findings of a recently completed economic impact report emphasizing its role in strengthening the local and regional economy. Based on its 2022 annual budget of $1.2 million, the museum contributed more than $5.5 million annually to the local economy. The report indicated an average visitor spent around $39 per individual residing outside of Blue Earth and Nicollet counties. The average age of a child visitor was just five years old, according to the report. Children's Museum of Southern Minnesota also created around 58 more employment opportunities in the area. The report was conducted by graduate students at Minnesota State University Mankato with support from University of Minnesota Extension and Greater Mankato Growth, Inc. Applications are being accepted for Mankato's Opioid Remediation Community Grant. The Opioid Remediation Community Grant allocates funds that must be spent according to the Minnesota Opioid State Subdivision Memorandum of Agreement with three main categories that outline areas of spending which are treatment, prevention, and other strategies. 
Eligible nonprofit organization applicants may submit applications requesting up to $25,000 a year. Available funds from the City of Mankato will be allocated among the applicants based on how well they met the grant criteria and the described community impact. Former Minnesota State cross-country athlete and coach Diana Ricks was inducted into the USATFCCCA Hall of Fame January 9th. Her accomplishments will be recognized by the Mavericks on Saturday, January 27th at the Mark Shuck Open and Multi on stage inside Myers Fieldhouse. Jeff Brand became principal for the day last week. He accompanied Principal Darren Doherty at North Elementary in St. Peter during his walkthroughs in the lunchroom and classrooms and also had the chance to meet the North Student Council members. He was asked to end the student assembly by challenging attendees to remember the importance of perseverance throughout the rest of the school year. On Monday, the Legislative Task Force on Emergency Medical Services held a public listening session at the Mayo Clinic Event Center in Mankato. The bipartisan Legislative Task Force was established during the 2023 session to tackle EMS staffing and resource issues across Minnesota. On January 24th in LeSueur, contractors started removing boulevard ash trees that are infected with emerald ash borer. Trees are being removed for safety and to help prevent further spread, replacement trees will be planted this spring.